Blog Talk Radio. This pot smells delicious, and it's the base for our ultimate beef stew. Beef stew. Now we're talking about beef stew. Beef stew. Try this beef stew. Try this beef Uh, I even had a record deal 
but it fell through. So, you know, and I even wrapped a little, and it just fell through. So I just got a sour tongue, and I just never pursued it anymore. And uh, I came to God a long time ago, but the last 10 years I've been right with him. So I start, it was prophesied that I would go into the studio back in 2013, and that my music would be anointed and it would be heard all over the world. And I didn't believe the prophet, <laughs> but it happened uh, this September. I was on YouTube, and I always go on YouTube, and I sing before I preach. And I had sung this song, and I knew something was special about it. I just sung it out my head. And then I heard the Lord tell me, you're going to record that song. And I did in November 2018 along with another song. And then I went back into the studio last month and did these five songs, and that's the history. <laughs> wow. Who are some of the people who influenced you, who you started singing growing up and influenced you to sing? Well, when I when I was a little, well, actually I was like in high school. I think I was like a freshman, and we had a talent show, and I could hit notes like Minnie Ripperton back in the day, right? So I mm-hmm. used that song. And I won the contest because of that. <laughs> so, oh, you know, wow. back then it was like Minnie Rippleton, Aretha Franklin, you know, the old school singers Gladys Knight, Patti LaBelle, all of them I used to listen to. But, you know, the past 10 years since I've been right with God, I listened to sometimes Yolanda Adams. I used to listen to um, Mary Mary. Um, I still listen to a lot of the old hymns. You know, a lot of those people, they're not with us anymore. And, you know, more, I more so give God the glory for encouraging me to be who I am today and for as being a singer, a gospel jazz singer. All right. Now, you know, when when we, when we look you up on, um, you have a lot of things. I think you have a podcast. Am I right, right, yourself? Yeah, I have a blog, blog talk. Uh, it's like my fourth radio show because I had a radio show in Florida on FM radio and then I had uh, two blog talks before and I came off of them because I got really busy. Then I went back to the blog talk in September and I plan on staying on it. So it's it's in a lot of places now and it's going to, you know, get on some other platforms too. Yeah. Now I, I kind of see, I hate to say it, but, you know, you got some haters out there. We kind of checked that out. You got some oh, people yeah, hating on you. I got some Couple of there, there are a couple of ladies, but um, I don't know if you believe in witches, but that's what they really are. <laughs> and and that's what they, 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 they come after God's anointed to try and, and and ruin you. Like two of them, I never even met. One of them, I never mm-hmm. even had a conversation with. The other one, she followed the ministry for about ten months, and she kept on asking me, you know, how does God use me, and yada yada yada. She couldn't get away with me, so. She kind of turned on me, and the other one, her and her husband tried to set me up. They invited me to uh, Apostle David E. Taylor's conference, and they tried to set me up, and God revealed it, and I got away from them, and they mad, so they still trying to get me. <laughs> but, wow. I mean, they went, at, they went after Yeshua Jesus, you know what I'm saying? The witches, the warlocks, the Pharisees, they went after Yah, too, you know? So they're going to come mm-hmm. after all the God's anointed ones, you know, they don't care about the ones that's cartly minded. They care about the ones that's really doing the work. That's what mm. they want. Yeah. Now, how do you know? How do you concentrate with it all that? You know, how do you do your music, your show? That's a lot to deal with. How do you make it through that? 
by the grace of God, a uh, prophet told me that the Lord was going to give me a tool belt with a lot of things under See, I knew that this, this stuff was coming back in 2010 because, you know, God was sending, like, so many prophets. So I knew it was coming. So, you know, from 2010 up until last year, you know, he just was pre- preparing me for it. And as the time went by, he would add this. Then he would add that. Then he would add this. You know, and I'm an apostle, and apostles carry the fivefold ministry. So if you carry the fivefold ministry, God is going to give you the ability and the gifts and the strength and the courage to be able to do his work. And, you know, I spend a lot of time with God as well. So I, I truly believe because I have such an intimate relationship with him and I spend a lot of time with him, you know, he gives me the courage and the strength to do all these things. It's not to say that sometimes I don't go to God and say, you know, Lord, you know, I'm a little tired. <laughs> Lord, you know, I feel this is a little too much. He'll tell me you can handle it. He'll strengthen me. He'll send me, you know, a little help. Like um, he sent me uh, DJ uh, Dwayne Mingo. He told me to tell you hi. Uh, he's doing, like, a lot of things for me that no one really has ever did for me, and he's, like, you know, showing me stuff, open doors for me. So, you know, God is starting to send some people to help me. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, and, and, and what would you change in the in the gospel music? You know, music has changed. The industry has changed. If you had the power yourself to change, so what would you change? What would I change? Well, okay, the gospel as we know it has changed, and the secular music definitely has changed, and so has the rap, you know. The rapping is nowhere near like it was back in the day. You know, back in the day, that was like some serious rapping. <laughs> you know, yeah, the rapping yes. has changed. Now, I'm not, you know, taking away from the rappers right now. I'm just saying they need to go back to school and, you know, run behind some of the old school rappers and relearn. That's that's all I'm saying, right? <laughs> so, like, far as gospel music, you know, the gospel music has become more secular than gospel. And, like, you know, even my music, I I was like, God, you really want me to use jazz music to sing? And that's what he wanted, you know. And, and, it, and it could fit in the secular as well. But, you know, I'm not gearing for the secular, but it can fit there too and it can fit in the gospel. And I'm kind of glad it could fit in, in the secular a little bit because those people need God too. And people will come to God through music, you know. And, you mm-hmm. know, the music has anointed words in it about God, you know. So while they groove into the beat and dance into the beat, they sing in the melody about God. And that's opening up the door for God to get in because words are powerful. So that's how I look at that. So as far as the gospel, I would just, you know, change it and try and get back to the old roots, like some of the old hymns, you know. And I would, you know, want to use the music more so to bring souls to God instead of making money or getting famous off of it. It's nothing wrong with making money or getting fame, but it seems like that's all people want nowadays in gospel and secular is to get fame and to get money. I would integrate and use it to get multitudes of souls. So that's what I would do. Okay. Yeah, sounds sounds really good. So um, you have the song... In His Grace. What was the inspiration behind that song? Okay, In His Grace We Live? Okay, the inspiration behind that was because the only reason why any of us do live, whether you, you know, whether people believe in God or not, you know, 
worship God, follow God. We are all his creation. So none of us would be here if it wasn't for his grace because it says his grace is sufficient for us and he deserves his mercy for who he wants. So with grace comes mercy. So a lot of people are alive today because of God's mercy. If there was no mercy and grace, many people would not be on the planet right now. So I wanted to make that known through music, so that's why I wrote that song. All right, so Harlem, New York City, we are in the building. We have her in the building, Rosalind Solomon. We definitely going to get back to her and keep going. We're going to get into this song right now. It's called In His Grace. Let's do it, y'all. Messiah from the seas to the mountains 
Peace to Radio. We live from Harlem. We have Rosalind Solomon in the building that was in his grace. Um, do you work with a band? No, it, it's just me. Like my um, my five new songs, I do have some backup in some of them, but it's just me. <laughs> okay. Where, now, where did you grow up at? I'm a native New Jersey girl. I'm from um, Mount Clare, New Jersey, but I was born in Brick City, which is New York, Newark, New Jersey. So shout out to my Jersey and peeps that's listening. <laughs> all right, all right. That's what's up. Right over the bridge. Okay. That's what's up. I used to hang now, out in New York a lot too. Okay. That's I got family in New York. New York. New York and Jersey is like the same. It's like, you know, we're just a little bridge away from each other. A, yep. a tunnel and a bridge away from each other. So it's like really mm-hmm. the same. That's true. Um, you, you have this song closer to you. What was the inspiration behind that song? Well, I like, you know, I'm always asking God all the time to let me get closer to him because no matter how close you get to him, you can. It's always so much more room to get closer to him because there's so many faucets to God. So you know, there's always, always an opportunity to get closer to him, no matter how close you are to him. So that's why I wrote that song, and I wanted to inspire people to want to get closer to him. All right. So y'all heard that. We're gonna get into that. This is Beach Stu Radio. We live from Harlem. You got Rosalind Solomon in the building. We are definitely being blessed tonight, so let's get into this. This song is called Close to You. Let's do it. Just 
Rosalind Solomon, closer to you. Definitely another of us. Uh, I guess, like you say, uh, gospel jazz. Mm-hmm. Now, um, do 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 you find yourself like being uh, your music being labeled just gospel sometimes, or just or even even put sometimes some of your music kind of sound neo soulist. Do you ever feel that yeah, your music goes Yeah, I get, I get that from people too. Neo soul. Um, I got quite a few people telling me, even my own kids, that I remind my voice reminds them of Shantae Moore and somebody else. And when I do rap, some people tell me I sound a little bit like Michelle. Some people might not know her. That's like old school rap. <laughs> oh yeah, you tell Michelle uh, Dr. Dre's old wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I think they know her now after she put the little. Video out about Suge Knight. I think I know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> now, um, you have another song. It's called um, "In a Graceful Way." What was mm-hmm. the inspiration behind that? Well, because uh, our Messiah, Yeshua Jesus, he is such a gentleman, and so is God. You know, and the Holy Spirit. She's she's like a sweet. Well, I call the Holy Spirit a she because that's what it says in the Bible. And the and I actually saw her in a vision, and you know a woman came to me a couple of years ago and told me that the Holy Spirit was not a he, the Holy Spirit was a she. And I went in prayer, and then she actually talked to me, and I just broke down in tears and started crying. And then she revealed herself to me, and then the Lord said to me, "Do you think I would give a man a wife and give him children, and I not have one? Does the word say that I was first in all things?" And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> it just blew me uh-huh. away." And so, you know, I, I, I say she's a she. A lot of people used to have problems with that, but uh, she has revealed herself a lot to people in visions and dreams, and so a lot of people have come back and apologized to me for calling me crazy, you know. <laughs> so God will always vindicate you. But the reason why I made that song is because the Messiah and the Lord himself, our Father, they are gentlemen. They're not going to force you to come to them. They're gentlemen. They will wait. They will wait at the door. For you to decide to open the door and let them in your heart and let your heart be their altar. 
so that's how God came to me, you know. I was carly minded for a long time. But then ten years ago, you know, I almost died and he came to me in a vision. He said it's either me, life or death. I chose him. And he did it in such a graceful way. So that's where that same song song came from. Okay. Well. All right. So we're gonna get into that song in in a graceful way by Rosalind Solomon and we're gonna come back and keep, you know, we're going to keep kicking it with her. Then we on Beach Stew Radio. We live from Harlem. Let's do it. There's sirens in my room. I see a vision in your voice. Grow stronger in me. You lead me on the path of righteousness.
yourself that we might not have touched up on if you want the world to know? Um, yeah, well, I'm an apostle first, <laughs> and uh, okay. I, my, my, um, uh, I, I have a YouTube channel. It's called the Bodetic Voice of Yeshua's Ministry YouTube channel. I'm also on Periscope as Bodetic Mantle. I'm on Facebook, Bodetic Mantle. Um, and uh, I have, you know, a well-known prophecy blog because I also have a prophetess gift as well. I have a well-known uh, prayer blog. And you can see all of those links, all of my books. I have about 48 books on Amazon. And on my music, all of my links are at www.protheticvoiceofyeshuasministry.org. You can scroll all the way down. It's about 20-something links there, and it has everything that I'm doing right now. But I've actually written 108 books, but I have 48 on sale on Amazon. The other 55, I reserve those for when I, you know, start going to conferences and stuff. I have those printed through a private printer. So that's that's about, you know, the tool belt for now. <laughs> okay. Hey, you have, oh, a, wait, you have a lot have of... A coaching business. I have a coaching business, but I haven't launched it yet. I've had it since September. It's called... Um, it's called Beauty of Essence Wisdom Coaching and Training LLC. Because one day I plan on having a, a school where I can coach and coach in the prosthetic and different things like that. Oh, okay. Now we down to the single um, Man of Galilee. I want to make sure I say it right. Man of Galilee? Yes, Man of Galilee. Uh, I made that song because our Messiah is the Man of Galilee. I mean, I went to Israel a couple of months ago. You know, but, you know, when I came back from Israel, I learned that the real promised land is in Africa. <laughs> I learned that the Lord showed me in the vision, you know. I, I can't, I can't like, hide that truth. You know, I don't want to make nobody mad. I don't want to ruffle any, fe- fe- you know, feathers, you know, because we grew up in the church thinking that, you know, the people in Israel, the true chosen ones, when they're not, but God loves them too, and he wants them too. But it is the, the black man, the black woman you know, that was here first and all the other nationalities are birthed from the man's grinds and the woman's black woman's wound, you know, and the Bible even says that God himself was bronze and the Messiah was bronze and burnt. And I've seen both of them. I tell you the honest truth and they look like the Bible said <laughs> you know, mm. um so I you know, I found out that Africa is actually the promised land, you know, 'cause Africa like the old maps, if you check the old maps out you will learn that they had a lot of places that was named after the tribes. Um, they have the Mount Zion over there. They have the Galilee. They had Jerusalem over there. If you check out the uh, old old map, there's this guy. His name is Truth Un- Truth Unveil on YouTube channel, 
And that's how I basically found out a lot of stuff from him. So I took it to prayer because that's what I do. And then God took me a vision, and he showed me things. You know, he even showed me that we live in a dome. He showed me that the earth is flat, you know, and it has a dome over it. And we live in a stimulated reality, meaning it's like kind of like nothing's really real. It's like a movie. And I've seen these things, and I've talked about it, you know, on my channel. So I just decided to make that song called Man of Galilee because he, Yeshua the Messiah, he is the man of Galilee. All right. Well, we thank you for being on the show. You got a home here. You know, you, you, when you got, when you do another project, please send it through. Or a book, okay. we'd love to interview you again, you know. And um, yeah. just stay in touch. You're I right? appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on. And God bless you for that. And all your listeners, in Yeshua Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you. Once again, this is Rosalind Sullivan, and um, this is Man of, Man of Galilee. And uh, um, we're definitely going to be blessed, and we're going to get into this. Beast to Radio, this is what we do. You are the word that made invisible, visible. Unlike my changing thoughts, you will never change. Loving you.